0: Filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, filibuster Watch out for the filibuster. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Filibuster. I'm not in Spain. I'm not even on the East Coast. I'm in Phoenix. I'm going to see Guns N' Roses tonight. But I couldn't freestyle. do that before I did this. Filibuster freestyle. Host of Filibuster Freestyle podcast. More importantly, a taxi cab fiasco podcast about episode six of HBO's The Night Of with our buddy and our expert, Dan Ruddle. What's up, my man?
1: Not a whole lot, but how, how's, how's Phoenix?
0: Phoenix is great. Uh, about 100 degrees as usual. Uh, dry heat as usual. Played a little blackjack today at the Talking Stick Casino. Down 40 <laughs> bucks at the end of it all. Uh, had her had ups and downs, but at the end of the day, the, the poker gods did not like us. Anyway, uh, I'm hoping...
1: You people in your dry heat, 100 degrees is 100 degrees.
0: Totally agree. I hate being hot. Totally agree. Totally agree. I saw yesterday on Facebook you said you'd rather take three feet of snow any day.
1: I would. All right. uh, and I've, I've been fairly consistent on this regard for a long time. This is not... Uh, I'm not the guy who changes the position when the first blizzard Correct. Ends. It's not going to be I February, you know,
0: President's Day, and you're talking about, I can, I can take 100 degrees a day. Yes. every day. Yeah, right. You Are know,
1: we, g- give me... Yeah, would I take 75 and low humidity every day yeah. over... Over the blizzard, absolutely, but, you know, I'll take the extremes of winter over the extremes of summer any time.
0: This is fair. Well, I will say this. The good news is that tonight's Guns N' Roses show is inside University of Phoenix Stadium, which has a roof. It'll be 72 degrees. Really quickly before we get going, I went to another casino, not to gamble, but to see the Summerland Tour 2016, which is headlined by Sugar Ray. It was a 90s nostalgia tour. It was Sugar Ray. Get this. Everclear. Lit and uh, Sponge. Remember Sponge from Detroit, Michigan? It was, <laughs> yeah, man. But I will say this. Uh, they, they were all looking Did good. Did they feel. whale? They all whales. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Seeing Lit perform was pretty cool. Mark McGrath, <laughs> as you can imagine, good on the mic in between songs, really good on the mic in between songs. And... Uh, Really cool time. So anyway, I want to get that in there.
1: Refresh my memory as to something that Lit may or may not have. Or, no, don't remind me what they might not have sung. But what? Have, what what's a Lit song? Just they, for reference, they
0: sang, or kind of They sang. Spacing. I mean, and forgive me, everybody. I wasn't playing on singing today, but uh, uh please tell me why the uh, uh, because in the front oh, yeah, yard? Yeah. yeah, that's them. So they're, they're they were they were killing it. They were killing it. Anyway, right. Let's get into speaking of killing it. Let's get into a show about a murder mystery. <laughs> That's what we call an abrupt segue. All right, so (laughs) episode six, uh, John Stone, first scene, he's cleaning a litter box for the cat that he's inherited from Andrea, and he is in full biohazard gear. I think he's a little aggressive, but I get it. He's allergic.
1: Yeah, he's really taking the cat ownership well, I think, you know. I think he is. As well as someone who is deathly allergic and could go into anaphylactic shock from uh, inhaling some cat dander, so good on him.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of good on him, Freddie, uh, as, a, as a reward, I guess, or a payment for Nas muling cocaine uh, for him into Rikers Island, gives him a burner flip phone. Um, which we learn is not just for Nas to use, but also so Nas can actually make some money in jail because he can charge people to use his cell phone, which he had to learn kind of the weird hard way. But, I mean, Nas is really, again, another week, and he's just getting deeper and deeper into this prison world.
1: (laughs) He's really taken to jail well. You know, I wouldn't expect a guy that was as timid and sort of mild-mannered as he seemed in those first couple episodes to uh, to really be acclimating well to the prison lifestyle, but... You know, I guess that's what I get for assuming.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, a lot of things are kind of truncated, being that apparently and I have the answer now, thanks to uh, staff lawyer, Linda. She let us know there's only eight episodes, so we are three-quarters of the way through ah. the series. So, they're, you know, they're, they're truncating probably Nas' uh, hard knocks time to his good times because they're running out of show. Um, yeah I really feel like They could probably Keep this thing going To ten episodes But that's another story Absolutely uh, Speaking of another story So Naz's mom Is looking for a job Because apparently Naz's mom got fired Because she happens To be the mother Of an accused killer So like Really quickly This whole presumed Innocent thing Not only is everybody Presuming Nas guilty But his brother Got kicked out of school His dad can't get His taxi cab back And his mother Got fired from her job And now she's A janitor somewhere like, That's tough
1: And is getting Horribly discriminated Against in the interview Process too
0: no question about it.
1: You know, that lady got that. She was all stiff about it. She's like, wait, aren't you that? And she's like, yes, I'm the mother of that boy. And,
0: and I lost my job because you of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Not good at all. No. Uh, a couple other things. No. We the
1: Khan th- family has fallen on hard times for sure. Yeah, I mean, they're just, they're just working it, man.
0: I feel really badly for the Khan family. Um, so speaking of just kind of like just the show, as usual, does they do a lot of like Thirty-second kind of vignettes into each what each person's doing, and then they then they kind of make it all make sense by the end a little bit. So we jump around a bit here at the beginning of our show too. But um, so Detective Box is looking on Nas's Facebook page, and now what I find interesting is he was looking at some comments of the friends had left, and one guy, this kid Amir, who was the guy who was supposed to drive into the city that night and didn't.
1: <laughs> is that is that confirmed? Is that who that guy was for sure?
0: I'm pretty actually. You know what? Maybe not, because I, I, his brother's name might be Amir, too, but I'm pretty sure that's the friend. I'm almost positive that's the friend that bailed on him for the ride. Okay. But Amir leaves a yeah. message on his Facebook wall that says, hey, man, like basically the effect of, thank you so much. like couldn't have done it without you, whatever it was. Now, my question for you, and my mind goes to, Box thinks maybe that's a, a nefarious thing. Like it could be, for instance, Adderall. Yeah. It could be getting him Adderall yeah. for a test, right?
1: Or something worse, yeah.
0: I don't know. It could be much worse than that, but because you know. I mean, maybe, maybe it is. Though. Maybe we're gonna find out more. I don't and more know, about this
1: dude. I, I, won't spo- I won't spoil it, but it seems like Nas- no. Go ahead. No, actually, let's, uh, just, let's just keep he, they, they certainly, you know, as we've discussed offline, um, <laughs> have punted have pontificated that he is going to be the anti-hero by Correct. the end of this series. Correct. You know, it's not necessarily that he's guilty, but right. boy, am I not liking him. And, and just the way the effect it's had on me, I'm like, my God, dude, stop, stop taking to prison life. Yeah, you turned down the free basin in, in, in Freddie's cell in the first scene, but boy, it didn't take much arm twisting. Correct. And then so you're getting knuckle
0: tats. Right. So by the way, like, knuckle, a knuckle tat is a... Kn- I mean, you want to get a tattoo in prison, good for Horrible you. move. Na- knuckle tat is a never good look. Never a good look Mm -mm. Um,
1: And especially when it says Sin Dummy
0: Yeah Like at least I mean at least Put it backwards Like in you know Ness Or maybe make it Maybe make it Nas Put your (laughs) name Put your name On your knuckles For God's sake Like Don't write sin On your hand That you committed A murder with Allegedly Even though you didn't So to your point Our big theory Outlandish theory Of the season is We are going to hate Nas by the end Of this potentially He is going to be Proven innocent Or at least Not guilty Of this crime For many reasons and to your point, we're going to see how the justice system works. And like Alison Crowe did say, his former lawyer, Rikers Island is going to turn a non-criminal into a criminal. And we might be, we might be watching that, you know, despite him not yeah. being guilty of the crime he's actually uh, uh, accused of. So
1: I don't see a lot of outs for him on the Freddie
0: front. No, he's going to be indebted to Freddie forever, regardless of whether he wins or not. That's totally true. Yeah, like it's—he still needs to go back to Jackson Heights, and, and we all know Freddie has reached out there too. So it's that's not good. Oh, um, no question. So and just kind of so so Detective Box looks at the Facebook page. He winds up going to Naz's high school. I'll stay on this arc <laughs> for a bit. And Naz's high school basketball coach essentially tells him, "Good kid, made the basketball team. Didn't play him a lot." Sounds like he got a little bit racial profiled, you know, a little bit, you know, obviously nine eleven happened and Nas... Nine eleven mean,
1: backlash, yeah.
0: But it sounds like Nas threw a kid down some stairs, and to take it a step further, it sounds like the only reason Nas felt bad about it was that his mom was upset about it. Like, he just kind of snapped and did it. Which, again, like, we're delving into this anti-hero angle of, like, we're not saying he did kill Andrea, but, like, it sounds like he's prone to fits of rage. Yep. <laughs> and, like, being For kind sure. of cold about it so I feel like Box is continuing to dig deep and find holes in Nas' character but again I don't think that translates to he's necessarily guilty of this crime yeah um yeah
1: and I think that you similar to what we talked about last week as the thing that I think is working in Nas's favor is that, as all of these character flaws come up, it's not something that Stone and Chandra look at as something that they're going to hide, but they're looking at it as things that they're going to have to overcome in his defense in, in, in during the trial. Correct. So, you know, I I, f- I find it, you know, I, I find it very troubling. I think just the. You know, not in a real-life sense, obviously. Yeah, in a television, television viewer <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just find it troubling how many things from his past are coming back up. And, you know, just seeing this picture of the mild-mannered little boy, you know, for all intents and purposes, driving that taxi. And then you have this dude in prison with a shaved head with face, with, um, I'm sorry, not face tattoos. Knuckle tats, tattoos. Knuckle tats. Doing crack. Free Basin. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. He's come a long way. Throwing kids downstairs in high school. Like... You know, all that. Um, Mm. All right, well, let's, and and that's all good points. And then speaking of the drug use, um, the DA, Helen, is talking to a drug expert. Um, And actually, unfortunately, those are all the notes I had on that, but what what was the kind of gist of that?
1: It was essentially she was saying, she was reading off the toxicology report, saying, you know, this is what he had in his system. Tell me how likely it would be that he would... Retain any sort of sense of lucidity, and yeah. she said, "Was it? I can't remember. Was oh, it, was, yes, the, yes. was it a man or a woman? It was I can't a
0: woman. Remember. It was a woman. I, it was maybe a man. But anyway, the person said, I think it was a woman.' Something. Do you have? Do you have it in front of you?"
1: she said that you know it, it, there's there's a varying range people have different tolerances she's seen people who would be capable of flying a 747 across several continents and then she's seen people that couldn't sit up and sit up straight in a chair based off of the same toxicology report it's just about the constitution of the individual
0: correct correct so not a lot of pretty cloudy there actually cuz it's it's not right the da really can't with a great authority use that level of toxicology to prove that he was or wasn't lucid because there's just no... But it sounds like they're going to try because they're just going to right. stay with it's going to say. But they want to, to our stay. point,
1: much like last week with the medical examiner saying that...
0: Yeah, is it plausible? You
1: know, those, the, the wounds on his hands right. were the result of his hand slipping when he hit a bone, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, it's just further evidence of the DA crafting their narrative of the events. Correct,
0: correct. Um, Okay, so let's... let's okay, here's, here's actually my favorite arc of the week, because um, we have opined and asked for some type of Ghost in the Machine moment where John Stone no longer has de- debilitating eczema. Yes. And he goes yes. to see what I would call an Eastern healer. Uh, you know, A, man <laughs> a of, medicine man. A man of Asian descent who is definitely not selling uh, Western narcotics. He's got stuff in jars in his office. And... You know, let's just get through this arc. Long story short, John Stone drinks it, it tastes like crap a few times. And by the end of the episode, he is back at the church at eczema users Anon- Havers Anonymous, wearing shoes and socks in shorts, and basically telling all the guys he's got Dr. Yee, and Dr. Yee can take care of you for three hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> yep. He's a celebrity at Eczema Anonymous, yeah. And I remember I, I checked the time. It was we, we did not see a whole lot of eczema in this episode It was just kind of a sort of an undercurrent and we didn't even see any mention of eczema until nine minutes into the episode which right. i was very pleased it about. it was a nice change of pace uh, <laughs> yeah it was a very nice change of pace um real shady sort of like uh <laughs> i don't even know what to describe that sort of like black market type place where he went to go procure those uh yeah those it was herbs or whatever like an... the concoction was but
0: yeah, it sounds like you don't really want to know what's in it. You just know that you like it. Kind of like street meat at 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, I'm going to have a sausage, and I'm not going to contemplate what's in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to yeah. feel better. My eczema's going to be gone in the morning. Um, and so props <laughs> to the show for finding a way out of the eczema. And it was really nice to see him roll into court in shoes to, to start Nas' trial.
1: Yeah. Really It sure cool. was. I agree. Yeah. All right. So let's Actually, go to I I don't think he even had that hideous London Fog duster on
0: anymore. Tell you what, after that after his running with uh, Dwayne Reed, I don't think he'll wear that duster ever again. That that duster <laughs> By the way, let's talk about that for a minute. Cliffhanger ending last week, chasing Dwayne Reed, looking for him somewhere like the like the like the candyman, and then he just magically is better and now No mention of e- it. And now he's going to the eczema store? I mean <laughs> man. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um so, I just, yeah, the phone right now is reconnecting with Dan, but I'm going to keep it going, everybody. So, the bottom line is, we, uh. Yo. There he is. Okay, good stuff. Are Dan. you there? Yeah, I'm still here, man. Sorry. No worries, man. No worries at all. Um, we have a poor connection, but we've got the audio, so we're good. Um, all right, so okay. let's, so yeah, we never see Dwayne Reed again, but we did, you know, the show is a good way of covering its yeah, bases. It's very
1: odd that that wasn't revisited.
0: Correct. And, and I wonder what will happen there. But, but speaking of something that was revisited, And as I was just saying, the show does a very good job of not wasting any movement. Uh, Chandra is watching the video from the gas station of the hearse driver talking to Andrea. And then they show the hearse driver pull out immediately after them. She gets the license plate. She goes to the funeral home. She asks him some questions. He's cryptic. And then, good God, does he go into a very plausible potential character who could have done some negligent things. (laughs)
1: Yeah, the first of two very, very plausible characters that they really cast a shadow of, uh, a of guilt on in this episode. Yes.
0: And yeah, it, and he it, was
1: very creepy, very, very misogynistic, very like, oh, you know, basically insinuated that she probably deserved it because he knows, quote unquote, women like her.
0: Correct. He used the phrase she had a she had a vibration, some type of a vibra- a certain vibration, and he alluded to as being God's gift. He called her a destroyer, uh, and then then basically she said something about, you know, did you see the man she was with? And he was like, that wasn't a man. That was a boy driving a cab.
1: Essentially saying that
0: Nas was probably not capable of doing whatever was done to that young lady, Andrea. Um, He then basically... Um, quotes Judges 16 from the Bible Which apparently is not very nice Towards handling women either <laughs> In a nice way um, So no. as we correctly speculated From the get go The hearse driver is going to come back into effect In some way shape or form Everybody's on TV in New York City it seems like Everybody's on camera Yeah Without a doubt.
1: Yeah and, and that was one thing That she brought up uh, In the later conversation with Stone Was yep. that he you know, he wasn't pumping gas anymore. He, no. stood, he sat there and he waited for them to leave and pulled out and went in the same direction. Correct. He finished earlier. Maybe something there, maybe not. Who knows?
0: But, you, but. Know, but, you know, again, the episode was called Samson and Delilah. And and, and basically, I think Judges 16 is, is the story of Samson and Delilah, I believe. Um, or something in that case. Because Chandra goes over to Stone's apartment with the Bible. She's spooked. Uh, she, she mentions the story of Samson Delilah. And by the way, mm-hmm. how about Stone... And- Proceeds to get sauced. I was going to say, how about S- Chandra and John Stone becoming BFFs and go to the bar and doing shots together? Wowzers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did, were you getting ready for that? Uh, that little hand touch to go a step further uh, and end in either something like the most awkward hookup in the history of television, or yeah, I have mean, it turn
0: honestly, into you know, a pro- really
1: awkward moment for
0: the two of them. Co- correct. I mean, props to our our friend John Tortoro and Amara Karan. But if you know, if we get, ever get Amara on the show, we appreciate that she once again liked our our show from last week on Twitter. We appreciate that Amara. All right. Great job, as Chandra as usual. But uh, that would be a really interesting top- topic of conversation. Of like. Uh, you know, those characters could have gone in like six different directions at that table doing shots, and they took they took the least scintillating way out, but probably the one that's best for everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Yep. Sometimes, Clara. You know what? That's John Stone adopted a cat. He didn't try to get too creepy with Chandra, and he got rid of his eczema. He's having a pretty good week. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, things are turning up stone these days.
0: Oh, and Dwayne and Reed didn't kill him. but We're not going to talk about that, apparently. Um, yeah, I'll call that a big win. <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay, so Nas, just as, as, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because it's a fake band name of the week. Um, uh-huh. So Nas is, once again, doing what I call prison push-ups, and um, prison push-ups is your fake band name of the week. And uh, mm. it's when you do a lot of push-ups But you don't go all the way down But like you're doing a lot of them So you feel badass
1: Yeah Dude, I have that as a note And I could show you here It says Nas Terrible push-up posture <laughs>
0: <laughs> So I was watching it last night Here in Arizona With my buddies Bob and Tim And Tim hasn't watched the show yet But he came in late Because Bob and I both watched it And he's like This guy's push-ups are mm. terrible Same thing, same thing Yeah
1: It's bad <laughs> I love it. It's going to take him a long time to bulk up if he keeps doing push-ups like that.
0: No question. No question. So, um, how about the scene, and this is more indicative on our society, but of the jury duty hype video where all the potential juries are sleeping during the video. Wow.
1: Yeah. And my goodness, I spend, as a resident of a large urban uh, area, I spend, I spend, I I get called for jury duty probably more often than most people. I've, I've been to jury duty probably five times in the eight years that I've lived in the city. It's a lot. Which you. is more times than most people I know who've, you know, many years in older life. than me have been called in their entire in lives. Life, correct. And it is exactly that. They show you that cheesy video about your civic duty and how it's and it's just ponderous, and you sit there for hours and hours and hours. And I think that did a really good job in a short amount of time of encapsulating the jury duty experience. Because <laughs> man, does it suck.
0: Yeah, can't we just? I mean, if we're going to have professional judges and professional lawyers, maybe we should actually make being a juror a qualification. And I don't, I don't know. I just, it's tough. And it, and believe me, I'd be the first guy to go there and snooze through it too, be on my cell phone too. So I'm not going to throw stones, especially at fictional characters. But the point is. Man, that made Jury Duty look about how it feels. Not, yeah. coo- not cool. Yeah. Not cool. Um, really quickly, I believe was that Naz's little brother vandalizing the school with spray paint.
1: Yeah, and that was weird because they just showed him walk down the hall, spray paint, and that was it.
0: Yeah, all the lockers. It was like a, was like a, was like a 15 second scene just of some kid spray painting lockers. And I'm like, oh, I think it's Naz's little brother who got expelled. Mm. I think it is. Yeah. Okay, well, good for him. He's also, maybe, turning, they'll, maybe
1: they'll come back to that. He's
0: also turning to a light. You know, it's funny. It's like Nas gets sent to jail. He becomes a criminal. This kid gets kicked out of school. He becomes a delinquent. Like, you know, what are we doing here? You know, and again, I think there's, some, yeah. there's some undertones there of race, racism and racial profiling. All right. Yeah. So, Helen's pre- Helen, the DA, is prepping for the case. Chandra is, too. They kind of they show, like, everybody getting ready the night before the case. The trial's about to start, which we got yeah. to trial pretty quickly um box is getting a drink unfortunately mom naz's mom is mopping floors stone calls chandra she is freaking out chandra's yep. freaking out um what did you think about um chandra's delivery guy kind of like came and then she didn't have any money in her hands so she went to get it and then he was gone too that was weird too like that
1: was mr khan you didn't get that shut up that was naz's father
0: Dude, I was—I'm not gonna lie. I may or may not have had a. watch co- it again. That's I may or may not have had a cocktail or two last night before the show started.
1: <laughs> well, then, oh, uh, that's so cool. You, know, you, you might have had your own taxi cab fiasco.
0: Correct, and I'm—I'm I'm not above that. You know, I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah, hey. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up. That's a huge piece for me. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, so that that's Mr. that's not his father. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. That was so nice. Because nice well, you
1: remember, they've got—he's lost his cab. His cab is part of the, the, oh, part of the state God. story against so, us, so he's got to find a way to make some
0: money. So he's so, so he, oh my God. Dude, I missed it. That's but, his father. That's why you're the expert, brother. That's awesome. Well hey, done. man. Well done.
1: Thank you. Not, not much slips by me, well, But you know
0: what? I felt that it was a weird scene, and now I know why. It's because I'm the weirdo that didn't put it together because I was, you know, like I said, had had a drink or two earlier in the day, and that's fair. It was a Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day in Arizona at a little place called yep. The Sand, the Sandbox. The Sandbox, I think. It was a good spot. anyway. Um, nice. All right, good. That that clears some things up. All right, what did you think about the the exchange of Freddie giving Nas a shirt and tie? Nas being like, "No, my mom's got this." And of course,
1: uh, dude, he ought to know by now that you know if, if there's anything Freddie knows about, it is
0: yeah. what you should look like here's in court. My, here's my take too. If you're gonna go all in on only declining Freddie once before accepting a free base offer, maybe just take the shirt and tie on the first <laughs> offer. Like, just yeah. take this shirt and tie in the first offer. Nazeer, come on, man. Um, yeah, I mean, he was
1: right about, remember when the, when he gave him the blue jumper instead of the orange one? Correct. And it was because that the orange one denotes violent criminal? Correct. It's like, dude, come on, he, you you don't know that, and all of a sudden he's offering you this white shirt, tells you that it's in your best interest, and you say, no, oh, my yeah, mom's I mean, got it. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you've Because your mom spent a lot of time in the slammer. Right,
0: you've already, you've already, mule. <laughs> he's already given you protection, but he's also made you mule drugs into the jail. You've done crack cocaine in a smokable form. So just say yes to the shirt and tie. That's all I'm saying. Uh, thank God John Stone wore a white shirt, and they changed right in the courtroom, which was kind of funny, kind of weird, kind of over the top. Mm-hmm. But I love that he's wearing shoes. I wrote in my notes, holy S, he's going to wear shoes.
1: <laughs> yep. Um,
0: That's
1: all we're asking.
0: So what did you think, If any, okay, a couple things. Sorry, sorry. Um we get, okay. to, we get to court. Obviously, Andrea's stepfather is there, and, and that goes somewhere fun towards the end of the episode. Um, oh, does it ever. Helen Weiss, I believe, is her, actually. That's her, her full name, the DA. Yeah. Her opening statement. Really grating voice. Yeah, I really... I, I, sorry to the actress who's doing it, but yeah, it's a tough voice. Um, yeah. What, um, what, um, I felt it was a very hyperpo- hyperbolic, vivid picture of premeditation that she's trying to plant on Nas. Like, he was planning to do this for a while.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, she's she's, she's been going embarrassed from in one. the previous. Yeah, she's been embarrassed. She's been shown up in the previous thing. Remember where Allison? You know, the the event that eventually leads to Allison qu- uh, quitting. Correct. You know, she was she was accepting a plea bargain, and now she's like, "All right, buddy, you don't want to take the plea bargain. Here's here's what's going on. You are correct. You're going to face the music, and we're going to do everything I can to make sure that you get murder one.
0: But what I really find interesting, and again, we know more than she does because we're the viewer, but. Um, she's painting this very open-and-shut case. And I know that Box thinks it's open-and-shut, and and I know that, you know... But the bottom line is, by painting an open-and-shut case, and as Andre... Sorry, not Andre, excuse me. There's no Andre, there's an Andrea, and she's dead. As Chandra says, um, it's not on Chandra to prove that Nas didn't do it. It's on the DA to prove... You know, it's, it's, it's on her to prove there's a shadow of a doubt. And so, by planting this premeditative... Open and shut case? Isn't she really just giving them potential holes, to, or you know, potential avenues to create holes in the story, which they're going to do, by the well, way?
1: Yeah, because I don't. Th- because if you're trying him for murder one, and they say in, I, I, I know, I don't know enough about court. Maybe this is. I mean, maybe they. Can they go for a lesser charge?
0: If I don't should, think they the get to be like, I don't think that, like I if you're trying for murder so.
1: one, and the jury, and if the jury says no, you he this wasn't premeditated, and they find him not guilty of that. I mean,
0: it's, nope. it, it's, he, it's double, double jeopardy. jeopardy. He can't yeah. be tried for it again. All they right? can do is do a civil case. And by the way, Andrea's estate's worth like $8 million, and Nas's family has $8,000. So the civil case isn't going to go yeah. their way either. So the bottom line is, yeah, I mean, they don't get to try it again. She, she is an absolute moron, I think. This is my old language theory yeah. going forward. She's a moron for going for Murder One. She's a moron for doing bad it because... Idea. because bad idea. Bad jeans, baby. Bad, I did jeans. Um, bad all idea, jeans. Right, bad Let's keep her moving here. Um. I, okay, so I
1: thought Chandra's uh, opening statement was a little. Um,
0: yeah, I, I I think she took Stone's, she took Stone's words advice, a right? little too. She took
1: Stone's advice, but took it a little too literally. I think that she could have said more, and it just kind of showed this. And, and this, I, I mean, the character. I don't mean the actress. Of course not. Uh, she's a, she's a friend of the podcast.
0: Friend of the podcast. Yeah. It Come
1: showed on. a little bit of. I think it showed a little bit of arrogance on the defense's part. Of hey, you, we don't need to prove that he didn't do it.
0: They have yeah, to prove he did. Well, it's a little did. bit of nativity, and I think it's a little bit of um, you know, th- this is her first. This is her first big trial too. You know what I mean? Uh,
1: yeah, and by no small margin.
0: No, by no small margin. It's a big case, and I think she decided. I have no idea what I'm going to say. I'm going to literally take John Stone's words verbatim and wait yeah. until. Basically, what she's doing is she's punting. She punted. Okay, but that's okay. I, I I agree that it was definitely she wasn't Matlock in this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's she's gonna need to have a stronger closing argument, though.
0: Correct, correct. Don't 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 close with it's on it's on them to prove he did it. Don't don't close with that. Yeah. Um. What do you think about? So Nas is doing, of course, his free base experience with Freddie. Um, yeah,
1: he's all in on the free base.
0: Talking about why he's at Rikers because you know he wanted to be closer to his family, so he he had them. He basically copped to another murder. He basically copped to another murder to get sent to Rikers instead of upstate. Yeah. Um, you know, I, not, my notes say Nas is now doing crack. anti-hero theory to the max. So that's for you, Dan Rowe. Yep. Um, but there's yep. a weird little flashback of, of the night at Andrea's house there. There's something... Yeah, in, there, were, there were a couple of them. There's something there in those chains. Like there's chains or like tassels or beads that are hanging down. And both last week and this week, he remembered those. But then it gets fuzzy. He can't get past that point. Yeah. So he. What do we think? I
1: believe if I believe that those are hanging from the doorway, from the uh, that goes into the hallway leading up the stairs from the little den where they were uh, drinking and doing drugs and unfortunately stabbing her in the hand. Yeah. Yes. so I don't know what that is, but they keep doing it, and there's there's not a whole lot. I've, I paused it and rewound it and played it slowly, and I still couldn't make a whole lot out of it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think he's either going to have a breakthrough that he did it or a breakthrough of, like, someone being there. I really do. And I don't, I don't think he did it, but, he, you know, I think he's going to have a breakthrough that's something – going back to a couple weeks ago when you said you heard car screeching, like, I feel like, you know – Let's go back to this theory. We never talked about this.
1: And that's true. That is true. Yeah, I've, I've watched episode one. Ooh, correct. No, so that's happened. what I'm
0: saying. So think about this for a minute, right? You've got Nas trying to remember that, that one little missing scene, that one little missing thing. And then one thing I wanted to bring up, too, is way back in episode one, we had joked about why is that neighbor at 3 in the morning standing in his hallway looking across the street at Andrea's house? But to your point, if he heard screeching outside of Andrea's house... He may have woken up and saw what happened, and then five minutes later, Nas is running out there. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, Yeah. That might get him off, that guy off as being suspicious, but I think it corroborates that somebody else was in the house.
1: Yeah, I, I agree.
0: Okay. Um, ooh, ooh,
1: ooh, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and I know that I, I gave the little mea culpa about the, the Indiana Jones hat missing. Dude, there is something to this deer head. No I'm question about it. There is absolutely something to it. Here's something I noticed about it. Um, and it's crazy. Every time I watch something new. This, the deer head, when they do the... Um, can you hear me okay, by the way? Oh, yeah, definitely. You're all good. I got my head... Okay. No, you're good. Um when you're they, When they show the deer head with the blood under the eye as they're, uh, you know, at, at, after the murder happens, the, and when Nas is running out of the house in a panic, the deer, the, the, the blood is under the the right eye of the deer so it's on the left of the screen
0: correct correct
1: when the, when the crime scene investigators swab it it's on the deer's left eye so appearing on the right hand side of the screen Ooh. i don't know i don't know what's going on with it i've looked at this deer head i've looked at the yeah. angles and everything yeah and there's something the only there's two something answers amiss th- about it it looks different
0: yeah the only two answers are that terrible prop work like you said you know, by yeah. by the actual crew of the actual show, or that somebody maybe even keeps going in there to like try to clean the deer head up of like whatever. You know what I mean? Like, somebody's yeah. messing with it. To your point, and there's something about it. And actually, didn't Stone finally kind of notice it recently? Because once John, oh, didn't maybe Box did? It, maybe Box did. Once one of those two guys notices something's weird, they dig deeper. And so I think we're gonna get our answer on that. If we got our answer on the on the Hearst driver and on Dwayne Reed, we're getting our answer on that. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I my, my cousin uh, who is a new fan of the of the freestyle. Uh, shout out to Robin. Um, she up, is Robin? of the Thank opinion. That, yeah, um, she's of the opinion that um, there is a camera behind one of the eyes, and she's not the only person I've heard float that theory. I don't hate it. I don't know if it's true, but you know, it's it's as plausible as anything else at this. Well, point.
0: let's put it. Okay, here's actually this popped into my head just right now. But I like first of all, Robin, nice theory. Um, there's, there's been cameras everywhere. And I know that, like, think about this. There's been cameras on the toll bridge. There's been cameras at the gas station. There's been cameras outside of Andrea's, um, what's it called, Invictus, the uh, rehab center. Like, Invictus House, It's yeah. not too crazy to think that a, a Andrea's mother, before passing, may or may not have installed a surveillance camera for security purposes in that deer head because it's a well-hidden surveillance camera, correct? So whether it was there for nefar- sure. whether it was there for nefarious purposes or security purposes or both it's very plausible there's a camera in one of those eyes I totally believe that That's or hell or hell she
1: Andrea herself could have planted it there
0: because no, I mean
1: she seems no question know, no she question. seems very leery when she gets in the car she's in a hurry to go um, and I, I won't I won't skip ahead here but there it she seems has like reason. there are some real reasons why she yes could fear for her life yes so She's a single girl living alone in a very, very valuable home. Correct. So it it could stand to reason that she's she's hedging her bets that at some point if something happens to her she at least wants there to be a chronicling of it. Correct. And so and the de- and the deer head is right there at that front door. Correct.
0: And so and that's all very good points. And so that Sorry, and, and, and no no it's great. And actually it goes back to the very first show, the very first fifteen minutes where she says to Nas. Like, I really can't be alone tonight. And, right. and And now, okay, like, yes, that could mean, like, sexually, that could mean companionship, that could mean I need a friend, but also it could mean I just had a fight with somebody or I have an estranged family member or somebody, and I would feel better if I had uh, drunken relations with a stranger who would maybe deter somebody from coming to hurt me. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of reasons why she wouldn't yeah, want to sure. be alone that night. Um Okay, and you're right about her being very standoffish in the car and wanting to go to the beach and wanting to get away and not wanting to deal with her problems. I mean, all this stuff, right? So speaking of all of that, and and this show never wasting a move, uh, our boy John Stone finally tracks down the white male uh, from the funeral of Andrea that we saw arguing with her stepfather. And one, props to that guy because he was... One of the guys in the movie Road Trip with uh, Stifler and um, uh, back in the day, in the '90s, uh, Brecken Meyer, oh, Tom Green, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Green. He was, the, he was the he was the smart guy, the guy who explained Socrates by WWF standards. Like he was the guy who grew a lot of marriage and Wawa and stuff. So that was him. Props to that actor. Don't know your name. You're the man. Crack research team will be all over it next week. Um, but it yep. come come to find out that the reason he was fighting with. Andrea's stepfather is because This guy was the financial advisor Of Andrea's mother
1: And her accountant And her accountant,
0: excuse me This guy then was trying to help Andrea with the estate after Andrea's Mother passed away This guy knows a lot, or a thing or two About Andrea's stepfather Why don't you take the lead on some of the things we learned During this conversation Between Johnstone and this gentleman The tax advisor Sure
1: the the guy's name I don't know if you caught this is his first name is Ray I don't know how you'd pronounce the last name but it's H A double L E I'm thinking Haley Haley or Haley? sure yeah yeah something like that um, he he's the guy as you said that was fighting with the stepfather Don uh, at the grave site and. Stone goes to him, says, I want to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. I saw you fighting with the guy. Oh, really quickly. And he's like, Sorry, the reason, yes. the
0: reason that he went there is because he was Googling... He was having a conversation about how the heck can Andrea afford to pay the mortgage on a $10 million townhouse. Right. He starts Googling it. Yeah, and, he goes to, like, the register of wills or something. Yeah, he, he starts go- is, he starts searching it, and he finds that her mom's trust and or will owns the house still. And And so basically, right. he finds out that... Andrea is not responsible for paying the taxes. It is still basically in, right. in, in not litigation. There's a living trust. Correct, correct. Sorry, so go ahead. So Right. So he said, I want so, to talk to you.
1: And man. So he wants to talk to him. He says, this is confidential. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to talk to you confidentially about, you know, a, a client of mine, blah, blah, blah. And basically tells him to get lost, kick rocks, whatever you want to call it. And as he's leaving, he says, well, what about if I talk to you off the record? And uh, the guy's like,
0: Sound off decent. the record
1: okay come on in close the door and Mr. Haley or Hal whatever we want to call him let's, let's call, call him Ray. Ray. <laughs> Ray Ray proceeds to tell him uh, him being Stone, that um, this Don the stepfather is a bit of a creep yep. he's a personal trainer by trade makes about 30k a year and um, he do you know who Mark Harris is? Uh, no no the guy that married Martha Ray, just like he, he's, an, he's, he's a dude who...
0: Well, he said...
1: Essentially, he's, a, he's essentially a male Anna, Anna Nicole Smith.
0: Correct. He basically... Where? Ray said that Andrea's stepfather has a history with the gray ladies, meaning uh, Andrea's yes. mother died at 62 and Don was like 40.
1: And not the delicious beer from Nantucket. No,
0: which is nice from Cisco <laughs> Brewery, I don't know if it's beer of the week, but the <laughs> bottom line is, no. And, and basically, it's that this guy stopped working at his $30,000 a year job uh, after yep. he met Andrea's mother. And what I really liked, and you were probably going here, is that basically Andrea has all the inheritance, Don wants half, and we learn what key phrase that Andrea said. You go ahead.
1: He said that in in their litigation, or whatever the will was, or the, the, exec, the execution of the will, supposedly, let's call it that, that when... Don makes this demand for half of the estate. Andrea says, and I quote, "Over my dead body."
0: Dun 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 <laughs> dun
1: dun dun. Yeah. And then, and then Ray, the accountant, says, kind of in closing, I guess now he gets it all.
0: Correct. So who? And this is rhetorical. And you guys, we've been we've been on we've been on the Don train since I realized that it was Tom Yates from House of Cards. And I just gave I got a creepy vibe from him. Who has the biggest motivation? I mean, you've got Bodie and D- Dwayne Reed, kind of, sort of. You've got the hearse driver, who's a crazy lunatic, who's definitely killed somebody in his day. Plausible. You've got Don, who had no money. Andrea, who got all the money. Don, who wanted half the money. Don, who's clearly trying to extort another old lady at the gym when John Stone goes to find him. Like, I'm not saying Don murdered Andrea Cornish. I don't know why I can call Andrea Cornish. It may or may not be your last name. Um, but the bottom line is... Yes. Okay, good. Good for me. I finally got it right. Um yep. The bottom line is, it's a very good, plausible reason that maybe Nas didn't murder her. Yeah. For show, sure, you know? Yep. <laughs> Big yeah.
1: time. And, and like we've said all along, from the first time we met this guy, we've, something's amiss about him.
0: Correct. So I'm really and... excited to see where... First of all, you know Stone's probably going to confront him because he doesn't like to... Once he going to
1: confront... Dwayne Reed in a back alley or a back room card game in a bodega, I certainly hope he'll walk into this creeps gym and have a conversation with him.
0: Well, I would say science point to yes. Um, Speaking of that gym scene, that's the last scene of the show. Um, Stone Uh sees him at the gym. He's working out with another old lady, like I said, and the soundtrack, the song playing, is a very sick remix track of Chicago's 25 or 6 to 4 with rap music over it. It was kind of a cool, like, I want to find out What that song is now It's kind of a sweet A jam Like oh. uh, Cause I love me Some 25 or 6 of 4 And I love me Some rap music And apparently Somebody thought of The great idea To combine the two ideas So that's a great Outro song I just appreciated it Wanted to give it a shout out Sure no,
1: I didn't even catch that. Good catch on that one. Well,
0: that's okay because you knew that was Nas's dad and I didn't at Chandra's apartment, so my bad. Uh, yeah. All right, man. Anything.
1: Well, that's why we, t- we tag team this. Correct.
0: Anything that you think going to happen next week? Any outlandish theories? Anything that you want to cover before we go?
1: Oh, I don't know, but we, we didn't cover. Um... The extracurriculars that uh, Nas happened upon in the prison. Do you remember? Oh yeah, I skipped over that
0: one. Yeah, I didn't skip over it on purpose. Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't think I don't think we can cover it. Uh,
0: Nas definitely on sees family
1: friendly podcast. Nas definitely
0: but, sees two more of um, Freddie's crew engaging in what we would look at common pri- well, prison practices.
1: Yeah, well, it's isn't isn't it isn't it Freddie's muscle guy Jimmy?
0: Yeah, Jimmy is and and his drug nephew.
1: Yeah,
0: his nephew. So that's not good. And um, no. then Jimmy puts in a little sharp blade up to Nas in the shower. By the way, Nas is never has a head in a swivel in the shower, which is terrible. It's just too. No. He's so lackadaisical in the shower; it's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, it's the
1: one weakness in his prison game that he really needs. to Yeah, his to prison
0: game. Because. Like Freddie can't save you if you if from Jimmy. You know, so you better be watching out for uh-huh. Jimmy. Um, but anyway, hell of a scene. Obviously, that was going to happen at some point. That was they were, HBO is not going to let a season about prisons go by. Without showing a little bit of that, and that's yeah. cool. Um, all right, man. Well, listen, I, we're coming down to the last two hours of the show, or at least the last two episodes of the show. I'm sure that I'm sure the finale will be a little more than an hour. Um, oh, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think we've got a, a number of potential people who could have done it. We got a deer head that we still have no idea what the hell it's all about. We just know something's up. And next yeah. week, Detective Box takes the stand, which I'm really interested to see that go down too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I. I t- I'm I'm finding myself Obsessed with the deer head And keep watching I keep watching the scenes In which it's featured And hoping to To find To, to crack the crack case. something Yeah And it just It seems so off And it seems so Just uh, And I, I I can't
0: Well let's say this say. You were the first guy To notice it in my book And HBO Whatever it is It better be good You know all right yeah. right, yeah, All right, man. Well, listen, yeah,
1: that, that blood— or, that blood better be on the opposite eye for a reason, <laughs> not just shoddy
0: prop work. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if this is a prop, if this is a prop mistake. I'm never going to forgive you, HBO. Um, yeah. Right, I'll be unhappy. Well, stick around for a couple seconds. We'll catch up. I hit the outro. I appreciate you being cool. on. Uh, we got two more episodes left of the Taxi Cab Fiasco. Uh, props to everybody at HBO who's doing a great job replacing. Um, True detective this summer with a good show called The Night of. All right, man. FilibusterFreestyle.com. Check us out. Darren Ruddle. Talk to you soon, buddy. Filibuster Freestyle. That's the end of the podcast. That's the end of the podcast, folks. And subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. G and R is that, huh? Yeah, going to Guns N' Roses tonight. Spoiler alert, everybody. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) Kill it.
1: Filibuster Freestyle. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Bad chance to go, I think. Yeah. I had a ticket for him at the uh, Metal.